Everything from overlanding in your stock rig to full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Summers. And I'm Ian Boyce. And this is episode nine. Lucky number nine. Is that you? I'm just gonna lucky come up with something nine. every week. It's gonna be lucky number everything. Everything's well, lucky number. You know, lucky number nine is it's a, fine. It's I don't have one either. Was there a niner in that? Niner, <laughs> niner, niner. I'll throw that in there. That'll be the that'll be the catch. That'll too. be our catch. I will grab the. Uh, I will grab that from uh, Tommy Boy. Niner. Yeah. When David Spade's like, did I catch a niner in there? You call him from a walkie-talkie? Yeah, we could. We could do a little walkie-talkie <laughs> combo. This podcast is brought to you by Perfect no. Opportunity for a sponsor. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we're back. Episode nine. And what'd you do this week? I uh, did a little bit of work in the garage. I was also busy. What did you do? I polished a lot. All the shiny? I did a lot of polishing. A lot of shiny. It did, uh, it did some nice looking shiny, though. Yeah, I was pretty happy with it. I Man, I had a really good week uh, in polishing, so I was really happy about that. And then I didn't do jack squat to Loki like I wanted to. I wanted to do a lot of stuff to it and did not get to, but that's okay because yesterday dun, dun, dun. it went on the trailer and then came back off the trailer. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> what were we going to name this episode? Loki fail 2.0? Oh, yeah. But at this point, we're at like, we can't even count that high at this point. <laughs> so I rolled it onto the trailer. We pulled it up on the trailer and everything was good. We um, got the new Total Off-Road Podcast decal across the windshield. Got my low-key decals on the windows. Feeling made super it look official. Good. You made oh, yeah. it look good. Looked You're like, super official. Yes, like, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Everything else was good on it. We'd already like, gone through everything. That's going to get on my nerves. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, that uh, went through everything, and Mike's like, cool. You ready to back it out of the shop? I'm like, yep. Fired up, backed it out, pulled it on the trailer, parked it. And that was when I got out of the Jeep, it had a big old puddle and a freeze dripping out of the front of it. What blows my mind. I just yes. want to say this because I know I've seen it driving down the road. I've seen the burnout videos. I've yep. seen like it's ran blah, 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 oh, yeah. blah, blah, not a drop leaked. Nope. And that's what I think is the funniest part about this because like, like seriously? it's not like, Oh, you should have drove it a little bit. More. No, mm, it, it drove plenty. It was enough to know if the radiator was leaking. Yep. And then all of a sudden just one day, them. No, no, here's the, here's the part. It was Mike's driveway was covered in snow. Like uh-huh. the lot was covered in snow. And I was sitting there waiting for him to come out to load me on the trailer. Yep. And after I got out and saw that it was leaking, I walked back to the snow. There's nothing. Huh? Like it literally started leaking when I shut on it off. Trailer. It got scared. It, got, it, got, it was oh, like, nope. I'm going wheeling. I don't know. Uh, 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 I already hit the starter out once. Uh, I can't do that again. We, well, we did the starter last time. Yeah. Let's do a radiator. They it, can't fix that. You just made it pee a little. So yeah, that's what it was. That's off so the, back up. off the trailer. It went back in the shop called Napa. They had a radiator in stock. Uh, Mike took the KJ, went and grabbed a radiator while I dismantled mine. Took the chase rig in. He had to chase oh, her again. Gosh. Yep. yep. Grabbed a, he grabbed that and some coolant. And when he got back, I had everything already sorted out and ready to go back in. We slammed it back in there. And like, it was like an hour and a half later, we threw her back on the trailer and strapped her back down. That's not too bad. Off to the park we went. And more details to come in the next episode. Coming soon. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a full breakdown of yeah. uh, how it went and some. Yep. Uh, All I can tell you is it was awesome. If you follow Loki XJ on Instagram, you already know. You should follow that so you know. You should at low K E E underscore XJ. I'll get that right one of these days. 
Hey, yeah, as long as you get it right. But today's episode. So today's episode. What else did we do? Did we do anything else? Oh, we went with a KOH watch party this week. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Did a little shootout on watching on Monday. That was why yeah. I was real early in the week. Mm-hmm. Watched a little epic shootout. So it was a good. Long story short, found out. Um, dude did this like epic backflip pirouette yes. thing. <laughs> he snapped his pinion in half when he landed. Really? So when his front, because when his front end came down on that rock, apparently yeah. he said it snapped his pinion in half. Snapped the pinion in half. And I was like, wow. That's so cool. Dude, that's because that's when they're dragging him backwards. His front end was locked up because he snapped the pinion. Oh, I don't that's know. right. I remember that. Yeah. So he's that's, that's what broke. He's like, I was going to keep going, but my wow. pinion was broke. Yeah, he sure did. Like, get ready to take off. And I was like, I was like oh, yeah. <laughs> broken. And I don't know, like, if the pinion itself broke in half or if the housing or what. But he just said pinion broken half. Wow. But uh, yeah, intense. it was badass. He did, I think he ended up actually winning the like best of show or best performance as he should i mean nobody like, else did a backflip oh it was awesome <laughs> like a pirouette it was a good time um i don't know it wasn't the most exciting yeah shootout oh, but yeah. then again yeah it's like nascar you watch a nascar race for the wrecks so like the, for the more wrecks. people ko their shit the better the, it is uh-huh. but like at the end of the day like you don't really want anybody to break their shit you want yeah. them to go out have a good time but you won't see stuff. that show but i want to watch people break their <laughs> shit so you know it's a catch-22 it, but, is a catch uh, it was nice because years past when it was in backdoor it was literally like an hour for one run mm-hmm. you would literally watch a guy run flip over and then yeah but didn't like go to like one minutes. o'clock in the morning That's trying to, why. Yeah. yeah 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 and so it was way better than that I oh mean, yeah hands down better than that but did you see uh what's his name anthony is that right that's not right either way the shirt oh the twin stick so he made a comment on. about because apparently he ran usd stickies on it uh-huh. and not his oh, tires yeah. uh-huh. he was like a, like via internet you could tell he was pissed that he didn't yeah, because that's what everybody there. showed up for. Yep. Like he was, po- he posted his USD stickies for sale on the lake oh, bed. No. He was like, "I'm done with these. Like, fuck them." Oh. There's videos of him with his tires on uh, doing backdoor. That's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah. did you see the video of him doing yeah. backdoor? And he's and like, it, "Yeah." He's like, "Mid try." Did you see the second video? The uh, second I saw run? a couple of them. Yeah. Yep. He parks, like, parks it half up back door and is like, what's up? And then hits the bottle a couple times and then like, what's up? And then just walks out of it. I'm like, dude, you should have done the shootout with that. He's like, oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. See, we should get him, get him on here sometime. Give him a shout. Need to ask about demo some tires. I don't even know. What, I don't like. I don't what even are you think gonna put they, them on? I, I have nothing. I don't <laughs> they know. might fit on the dime piece. Can I get a miniature version? Get nah, a mini- oh, can you make those in a 40? Oh, shit. That's still the coolest. Fuck. <laughs> 44. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you want to introduce this week's guest and then we'll get him on the phone? We certainly can. We're going to have Shelby St. Clair today from Quit Your Bitchin' Racing. Quit Your Bitchin'. Quit Your Bitchin'. So, we're going to call him up. Yep. And uh, we're going to get him on the phone. We're going to do a little little interview action. We're going to get his take on KOH. Yeah. See how, because he, he is on his way home from KOH. He is on the road. This was his first time ever going. Out so in, I'm very yep. interested because I've never been. And it's uh, I think next year is going to be my year. I um, am right there with you. I kind of want to go to. Yep. So Let's it'll be it. interesting to see what he has to say about first time KOH experience. Nice. Sometimes you get those people who are like, it's bad, at, you know, and like yeah. really talk it up. And you're like, OK, that was nothing like it. So I feel like he's going to be very straight shooter. Like this is how it is. So yeah. cool. Yep. Well, let's get him on the phone. All right. Call him up. Let's call him up. We need some cool music right here. We're like, oh, our budget's a little short. Here we go. Hello. Shelby. 
You're on the Total Off Road Podcast. What is going on? Man, just running down the road trying to loosen my load out here on Death's Highway between Pecos, Texas if you want to and loose, Odessa, Texas. If you want to loosen that load, you can swing up here through Illinois and drop it off. I mm. mean, I'll hold on to it. Yeah, we'll take care of it for you. <laughs> Hey, everything's for sale for the right price, right? Well, now, see, no, now you, you want to talk yeah. about money. We don't got none of that. We'll you're, take it for free. You're just trying to loosen your load. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little out of route, but I mean, not that bad. Uh, yeah, it's about 1,100 miles out of my intended route. So it's maybe fine. next time I'm passing through. All right. Well, we got that on record because somebody pushed the record button this time. So we'll, <laughs> we'll hold you to it. <laughs> You know, those technicalities, man, they really get you every once in a while. Yeah. Did you order that pizza? Uh, yes, I sure did. It should oh. be there sometime in the next 30 to 60 days. <laughs> so 61 days we'll be calling. Again. <laughs> Is this free? It's been yeah. 61 days. I think it's a little late. <laughs> I'd be afraid to eat it with the mold. <laughs> nah, it'd be fine. Yeah, you clean it's you pizza. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's like penicillin, but it's free. So yeah, you know, just send it. It's better than paying it. for it, that's for sure. Oh man, how's the rig doing? Did it survive? Uh, the rig did survive, man. Cool. Um, this was kind of a uh, it was a last minute decision to go to Hammers. Uh, Christmas Eve, I was over at my cousin's house up in Frisco, Texas, doing our eggnog. Yep. <laughs> no, dude, actually, I didn't need a drink, man. Someone the, made this decision. <laughs> not with the family. I don't drink heavily, right? Okay. And and we were doing a little Christmas Eve uh, chili deal. It's it's been a tradition for as long as I can remember. And I mean, I'm 43 years old, so just say we've been doing it for at least 10 years because I have memory issues. Uh, no, we've been doing it a long time. It was kind of a tradition my grandmother started, and she passed about two and a half years ago, and we've continued the tradition. But anyway, I was over at my uh, cousin's house up in Frisco, Texas, eating chili, and I get a phone call from uh, Justin Wills with Digging Deeper. They're a uh, directional drilling company out of North Carolina. And uh, he said, hey, man, we're going to go to Hammers this year, and, and I'm going to sponsor you, and we're going to get there. And I'm like, dude, hold up now. I just literally tore the rig down and dropped it off to get it power coated <laughs> today. So, you know, let's keep in mind, this was about 44 days from the day I dropped it off to the day I was racing hammers. And Perfect. I was like, cool, we're going to do it. So I called up my good buddy, Dana. I said, Dana, bring your ass to the house. We got a rig to put back together. And uh, the day we picked it up, he showed up that night. And then Adam Smith was in from North Carolina picking up uh a buggy from West Texas, and uh, we started putting it back together, thrashing away at it. Got us a couple hours sleep. Got up the next morning, got the entire front of the car put back together, and then we realized we had an issue with the transfer case. And oh. I still didn't have a lot of my parts back from powder coat, so we did as much as we could and kind of stopped. And I kind of fiddled on it at night, and Dana would come over. You know, on the weekends and help when he cooks. He lives about an hour and a half from me. And, uh, you know, come hell or hot water, we were going to have it done and ready for hammers. I feel and like. And I literally finished it up the Wednesday before we left for hammers. Yes. I feel like 90% of our audience can definitely identify with this whole, like, yeah, we'll just, we'll just put it together like last minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's about the, that's yeah. about the way it goes, man. And yeah. it's kind of a weird deal. I kind of freaked out like the day before the, the weekend before we left, Dana had come over to help me get everything finished up. And I'd already had it running at this point. And 
we're just trying to get all the air out of the coolant system and go for fluid checks and re-bolt checks and all this. Did you have oil and, pressure? Uh, I did have, dude, I got caught. <laughs> let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this Thompson them. Motorsports 427, dude. This motor, I have not had a single worry in the world since I put this motor in back in April. Uh, Thompson Motorsports has really taken care of me. And anytime I have a questions, I'll, you know, I'll shoot them a text message at 10 o'clock at night or a Facebook message. And usually I'll get a response back pretty quick. But we've had zero issues with this motor. And it is a stout, stout motor, man. I really need to learn how to drive to the potential of the motor. Uh, but I'm not going to lie, first time I got in it, it scared the hell out of me because it was about double the motor of what I was used to. That's awesome. And, uh, it's always nice to have too much power. That's the key. Well, learning how yeah, to control exactly. it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a hell of a motor, but it sounded uh, healthy on the shootout. It sounded really healthy in the car. Cause that's all I could freaking hear, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty loud. I tell you, Glad my next one's going to have a muffler or something on it. Cause I can't think what is that damn loud. I'll just put you a couple cats on it when you get back to the shop. Yep. Uh, yeah, probably not. So pass emissions testing? If, or no. Uh, yes, it will pass emissions testing Perfect. if I ever take it in to get it tested. There you Perfect. Go. I don't Perfect. think we have any government spies listening, but you never know. Yeah. Now uh, they're all out there at the missile silo with the phone bush. Yeah. <laughs> the old phone. So speaking of the phone bush, so this was your first trip to KOH then, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was my first trip out there. It's been a, I've been wanting to go for four or five years. I never could just justify going out and hanging out with, you know, 80,000 dudes in the middle of the desert with nothing to do except race car shit, right? And uh, it was my first time out there. And I'll tell you, it was the most miserable time of my life, but I've never had so much fun in my life. (laughs) Well, that's exciting because I think I, I really, every year it comes around and I'm like, man, I should go next year. And then I, you know, you come up with some bullshit excuse on why you don't want to go. And, um, you, you see everything from people hauling rigs out there to hauling campers and toters and all this crap to people literally just taking a suitcase and a backpack and flying out there and just making it work, whether you rent a camper, staying with a buddy, whatever. And I'm like, I'm tired of making excuses for not going. So I think next year is going to be my, like, I'm going, I don't care if I'm going to take my rig. I don't care. I'm going to take a camper. I'm going to just show up with a backpack and like look homeless. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. A tent. Exactly. You're going to need a lot of bricks to hold that tent down. I just bunk in somebody's pickup or something. I'll just like 20 bucks. I sleep in your bed or your truck. <laughs> I will say this. You do not want a tent camp out there because they have some massive windstorms. Uh, we had one roll in Sunday night that had 60, 70 mile an hour winds and we were in a buddy's camper. Uh, it's like a 48 foot long toy hauler. I mean, this thing's a, it's a hundred something thousand dollar camper. And I was worried that dude was going to topple over. I was like, well, if it's my time, it's my time. You know, I'm dying dude. doing something I love. Yeah, what a hell of a way to go or place to go, <laughs> I guess, right? Yeah, so, I mean, all they could do is just kick a little sand over, put you in the hole, and cover them back up right there next to the missile silo. That's yep. a, that's a, they can find you when they do get there. Yeah, you'll be blown away. <laughs> you, you'll be a new sand dune. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, it was a, it was a crazy time, man. Crazy experience. I definitely recommend if you're into off roading, you definitely go to King of the Hammers at least one time in your life. Uh, but then if you go the first time, you're going to be addicted, and you will go every time every year for the rest of your life. Doesn't sound like a bad plan. No, it doesn't. I think we should go next year. Yeah, seriously, dude. Y'all need to go do a podcast out there on the lake bed. 
Uh, I mean, we had, you know, running the shootout Monday night, I was standing a foot and a half from Ian uh, from Extreme 4x4. And, you know, me on race night, I don't keep my phone anywhere near me. It's basically somewhere put up because I don't want to lose it or break it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, hey, somebody grab my phone so I can get a picture next to Ian. And I turned around and he was gone. I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> well, but, damn, he heard you. But, He's like, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> There, uh, dude, yeah, literally, as soon as the race was over, I was popping a top, somebody looking for my phone, and he was gone. So, wow. uh, there's all kind of people out there, man. Like I said, there's probably 70, 80,000 people. There may be 10,000 people show up in a day, and 5,000 people leave. Wow. Uh, it took us about an hour and a half to get into Hammers when we pulled in on Saturday afternoon. And then. We heard that it was a nightmare to get out of there on Saturday morning to, you know, after the 4400 race. So me and my buddy Diana Hale, we jumped in the truck Friday night at 1030 after the race and drove about three hours to, I don't know, some little shithole town in California and grabbed a motel and took the longest shower I've probably ever taken in my life because <laughs> running water is a, uh, it's a nice thing and you kind of take it for granted to you really don't have a reliable water source for a week. Boy, I yeah. bet the old hotel staff was pissed when they come in to clean that bathroom. Maybe. I'm sure they were because <laughs> that washcloth was nice and white before I started scrubbing oh, a week of dirt off of me. My, you just throw that one in the garbage can. My uncle lives out there at uh, lives out in California over in uh, Oxnard County and he sends me a text on Wednesday and it's just a video and I open it up and uh, he's out in the middle of the desert. I'm like, hmm, where's he at? And all of a sudden, he starts panning over, and there's Hammer Town. I'm like, you dick. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts sending, that is crazy. Yeah, he starts sending all these pictures of different rides and everything else, and that twin stick buggy sent me that picture of that, and I was like, why are you there and I'm not? Like, that's that's crap. I could have just flown out to his house or rode over there with him. It would have been perfect. But, yep. Yeah. It's not it's not fun when your family starts sending you pictures of of hammer of the hammers and you're just not there. You're like, well, that oh, sucks. Damn. <laughs> it, it must have been a daytime picture but, because yeah. at night you really can't see it. Like Friday night after the forty four hundred race, there yeah. was literally zero wind in Hammertown. Uh -huh. And uh, me and Justin Wills with digging deep, we were coming back from a remote pit too at about I don't know, nine o'clock or so California time. And we were no more than a half mile out of Hammers, and we could not see Hammertown because of for the all dust. The dust. Really, yes, it's like you know, you you go into a shady hotel and you turn on the lights, and there's cockroaches running everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like with the razors out there. There's four million razors. It seems like they're doing ninety miles an hour through the desert. Big old trail Jeez. of dust, and you can't see shit. Wow, that's insane. And if my voice sounds a little harsh or raspy, it's because I'm starting to develop what they call hammer lung. Hammer lung. Oh, Sandblasted sand lungs for a couple <laughs> days. Yeah, so Dusty it's going to be a fun week. I'm sure my, you know, when I get home, my wife's going to be like, all your clothes need to go in the trash. You need to get in the shower and stay in the shop for the rest of the week because I don't want to listen to you all week. So <laughs> sounds like it's still worth it, though. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Oh, like I said, dude, it's the most miserable fun time of your life you'll ever have. And I will definitely be going back year after year after year, burning up a week of vacation and just having a hell of a time out there. That's awesome. Right on. 
I'm hooked. I'm low and let's go right now. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go right now. I'll, I'll, be, be, I'll be the first one to get good good parking spot. <laughs> Now's a good time to go, yes. Well, I, I, did, I think uh, if you get there now, you'll get a good parking spot for the shootout on Monday night. Yeah, they uh <laughs> I did watch a couple of videos. There were some guys doing some uh I think they were out running backdoor uh would have been this morning. Really? So it seemed like that, you know, you stay a couple of days later, everybody clears out. Well, then you pretty much have free reign to go. You know, it's not like I've seen some pictures from I think it was Thursday night uh, where the crowds were just ridiculous out on some of the trails. And and I'm like, wow. So now, yeah. you know, hindsight, you stay a couple of days later, do some wheeling and then go home. I like it. Yep. Well, the, the thing to do, honestly, man, is show up like, you know, we, we hung out with a, team, it's a group of guys called Team Extreme. Um, it's just a bunch of guys that all would live within a couple of hours of Hammertown or Johnson Valley, I guess we could call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are some hardcore wheelers, dude. Like uh, we were staying with Casey Thompson. He's got the only bouncer on the West Coast. Uh, it was built by Travis Vance a couple of years ago. Big block Ford Rockwells, 42 traps, you know. And, and he's out wheeling with his buddies. One guy's got a brand new JL on Pro Rock 60s and 39s or 30. What do you have? 37s, I think. He had 40s. Uh, 40s, yeah. I would hope. And, I mean, the thing, <laughs> it was a beautiful JL Rubicon leather. I mean, Jeez. I'm like, this dude's taking it up some of these trails. Okay. They like to party. I'm down with that. Yeah, I can watch and, somebody uh, tear their shit up. Mm hmm. We went out to Turkey Claw. This is the only got to wheel one night, you know, just actually go trail ride and drink a couple of cold beers and and watch idiots tear their shit up. And uh, we were on a Turkey Claw. We like to call it Hammer Claw, but the technical name of it is Turkey Claw. Every or every trail out there has its own little nickname by us. Um, and we, I was in a in an XJ. The guy had just finished this XJ. It was a beautiful XJ. It was white on like forty twos, and uh, he rolled it on back door a night or two before, so it crushed the whole back uh. of the the, uh, the car. And uh, you have to ratchet strap the doors closed just to keep them closed. <laughs> if that tells you what a shit box this is, sounds like but a good time. It's a freaking blast, dude. We were going up Turkey Claw, and uh, this Toyota—I don't know—it was probably on thirty nines. Was he was dipped out on a rock, and uh, we went around him on the left side, and we're like, "Yeah, dude, you're you're hung up on your diff." About three seconds later, you hear bam, and this freaking another Toyota just comes up, rear ends him, and knocks him off the rock. Oh like, man, dude, this is a freaking party right here. So Jeez. these uh, dudes, I feel like I saw a video of that. I don't know. I like it though. You probably did. There was like thirty-seven people out there with GoPros. Jeez. I call them millennials with a stick. Um, you know, but they were out there filming everything. So I'm probably on some video that's out there in the worldwide world of YouTube or RedTube or mm, Red whatever. Tube. I don't know. But <laughs> these, these guys, man, they just they bash their rigs. And uh, this this guy with his JL was on uh, Chocolate Syrup, also known as Chocolate Thunder. Uh, I think it was like Wednesday night, maybe Thursday night. It's, it's all a big blur. But uh, he was hung up. And this guy with a forerunner, I think it was, was all pissed off. It's like, he shouldn't bring a stock Jeep on the trails. We're like, first off, it's not stock, but okay, whatever. So this Toyota takes the buggy bypass or the buggy the buggy side of the trail, the buggy line, whatever you want to call it. And he rolls his forerunner on top of this dude's JL. And if it was me in my JL, I probably would have broke the dude's neck. Yeah, but yeah. he was like, hey, it's cool. It is what it is, man. I mean, he was pretty relaxed about it. Jeez. And 
these guys are just hardcore wheelers. You know, we're not used to that in Texas and right. in Arkansas where I go wheeling the most. I mean, they will destroy each other's rigs. They give exactly zero Fs, okay? They just do not care out there. It's a hell of a party. Huh. I mean, these guys, you know, run around. Most of them are mostly tube chassis, usually on 39s or 40s, and a lot of beers involved and just hardcore wheeling. Dude, that's insane. Did I hear you right? You said that somebody ran, somebody rolled their forerunner onto a JL? Is that yeah, what there, was, there was a couple of rollovers on Chocolate Surf, Golly. and uh, one was a forerunner on top of the JL, and the other one, I don't, I don't know what it was, but I wouldn't, it I wouldn't have been laid cool. on the top of a purple Toyota, and like yeah. I heard, dude handed him three hundred bucks and walked off. <laughs> yeah, uh, saw, we crazy. saw that. I saw that one on the old uh, internet interwebs. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. I'd have been happy. I got three hundred bucks. Like, yeah, but an yeah. old Toyota, like okay, yeah, I can get parts for this, no big deal. Like a JL, like you yeah. just rolled on my forty five thousand dollar. Jeep, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, upset. about I'm sixty-five thousand. Yeah, yeah, after he had some pro rocks yeah. and oh. forty-five thousand was just the, the damage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But really, dude, all it did was it tore up the uh, the window frame, which I don't mm-hmm. think on the JLs you can replace the frame I, as easy as you can like the JKs. Hmm. But it I tore up the, the window JL, frame, and I think it scratched the door or something. Nothing major. I feel like the JL you can actually put the window down, so it should be able to be replaced pretty easy. You, I don't. I'm out of the Jeep world. Yep. Have been since 2015. Your so buggy got a window frame. Uh, <laughs> it has bars that kind of make a window. That's good enough so, for a window frame. Let's let's go with yes. Yes. Select the yes. Currently not interchangeable. Uh, I mean, it is, but there's a lot of cutting, grinding, welding, and then the whole, you know, oh my gosh, it's not powder coated. It's going to rust. Oh, oh well, my rig was rusty for two years. Who cares? You ain't going to believe this. Some guys out there in Johnson Valley don't worry about that. They just run raw metal everything all the time. Well, yeah, it's because it never rains. Yeah. And they don't have the humidity like we do in Texas. I mean, you could take a brand new piece of sandblasted steel outside and it'll rust in five minutes. Yeah. It sucks. That Midwest life. Yeah, yep. exactly. Right on. So, yeah, we'll see you there next year. I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to be there. Well, he's not. I'm doing it. It's not going back. He's never going back. Yeah, he did. He has once in for his yeah, life. One and done. He's <laughs> over. It's like, I'm off to better and new things. Yeah, we're going to hold you to that. Yeah, okay. I, I'll see you there. Cool. We'll catch yeah. you on episode like 68 next year. And we'll talk about how I failed at that podcast promise also yeah well you just promise me you'll hit record uh i'm not gonna put myself it's on record and it's say already that will, recording it's I, already recording yeah, so. it's recording now so <laughs> it's, we have proof it's, it's that in the you books. know how to hit the record button yep that's a good thing i ian said i will be at <laughs> koh 2021 oh shit there we go yep, we've said it hold on let me i'm gonna go book the plane tickets right now I wish there, I wish there'd be like a uh, like a Facebook memory that pops up. I'm like, remember when you said you'd be at KOH? I can Die. arrange that. I'm gonna make it happen. I, I'll tag y'all on a post when we get off here. There you go. And, uh, it'll say you know that Steve and Ian will be at yep. KOH 2021. Yep. I don't know. That's the thing. Are- is I just keep coming up with like, oh, I don't have a camper, so I'm not gonna. No, people show up with a backpack and uh, they make it work. So I'm just gonna figure it out. Fly out there, rent you an RV or a camper, and just send it. We're gonna send. We're gonna send something. I don't know what it is, but we're gonna send something. 
just bring Visine and uh, Carmex and goggles. I'm going to walk and, around uh, with like ski goggles on all week. <laughs> There's a lot of people that did, dude. It's, it's really dusty out there. Yep, ski goggles and a it's beer a, helmet. Uh, I wouldn't do the beer helmet because it'll be full of sand by the time oh, you yeah. get done drinking. Nobody likes sand in your beer. No. No. no oh, that sounds all. terrible. It does. Sandy beer. Gritty beer. Ooh, Ugh. I'm out. Ugh. I don't care what it is. I'm out. All right. Beer helmet. Beer, beer, <laughs> beer helmets for photos only. Buy, buy your beer in a state that has better alcohol content because out there it was like 2.4, I think it is. What? So you're basically peeing all day and you're not actually getting drunk. What is 2.4? That's not even alcohol. Exactly. It's water. <laughs> it's just like drinking much. Coors Light in every state in America. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's huh. terrible. So. Well, then I'm just working to pee more. That's so really that, not looking. Is that a California thing? I think so. Yeah. Man, I had no idea. I th- I heard somebody refer to something about that, but I don't remember what it was. Mm. Something about beer and being less alcohol. Kind of, I don't know. Wild. We'll have to check with the guys from over there at uh, the old ST. Huh. Old snail trail podcast and I'm see what intrigued. they got to say about that. We'll have to do some beer research because we ain't drinking water. Beer recon. If I'm going to drink water, I'm just going to drink water. I'm not going to well, be cheaper than buying water in a can. That's that, that right there be the difference from you driving out and flying out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like to, I like <laughs> to fly. <laughs> Sweet. I'm not going to lie. I mean, uh, my buddy Justin Wills, uh, with Digging Deeper, he, uh, he flew from North Carolina to Dallas, rode with us out there, and then he flew back from Palm Springs. And he was landing in North Carolina and home before we even stopped driving last night. And we had barely made it back into Texas when he had said, hey, I'm home. I'm like, you suck. You we suck still got lot. another eight, nine hours of driving to do. I mean, right now we still got another, what, four hours to go. And that's to get to Dana's and unload everything and then change trailers. And then I got another hour, hour and a half to go past that. Yeah. So that's why I, I like flying. It's more expensive, but, and you can't really pack your buggy in the carry on yeah. either. Unfortunately, buggy in the carry on. Yeah. Can you check that? Yeah. Can, you, can you valet check that for me on the plane? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> what? I yeah, bought three extra seats. <laughs> What if you got, yeah, that's like you're fat. You got to buy two seats. How many seats for my rock bouncer do you think? That's it. Yeah, I don't think you can get it through the jetway, honestly. Boy, I'd be, worried. I'd be worried about the uh, the guys working the tarmac like, oh, we're going to take this for a test drive. Yeah. Oh, shit. going to make sure that's, yeah. yeah full I've seen how they handle packages. I wonder how they'd handle a buggy. Oh, boy. <laughs> You see that combination lock there on the dash? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Type that number in there and hit the go button. It's all biometric. Now, I have toyed with the idea because I'm in electronic security and I've been doing it for, I don't know, 30 years or so. But um, I have toyed with the idea of using a biometric card reader to actually start my buggy. That's awesome. That's just one more thing that can fail and I don't want it, but I think it'd still be badass to have to use my thumbprint to start my rig. It's still cool. Yeah, that's where you're bouncing up a hill and go, oh, yeah, uh, Uh please reinsert thumbprint. (laughs) And you got gloves on. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I got a problem with mine on my phone all the time. Like if I'm uh, out working, like polishing the garage or like when I get out of the shower, I got to open my phone up, but my hands are like, if they're pruny at all, like any kind of like saturation on my, on my skin, I can't open it with the biometric cause it doesn't like, Oh, nope. Not same fingerprint. That's not you. Yeah. That'd be a bad day. You're sitting there upside down. Like I need to, I need to fire this up or down at the bottom of the hill. Like I need to fire this up and you can't. Yeah, that, that yep. would suck. So, like I said, I've kind of toyed with the idea, but yeah. I'm not committing to it. So the cool factors, the cool factors, 100. percent Yeah, that's yeah, for exactly. sure. I mean, I'm just saying, I committed to go to King of Hammers on this podcast. You could at least commit oh. to biometric start button <laughs> with a with an extra yeah. button next to it, like a like a bypass next to it. The oh shit, I want to steal kinda, this button. <laughs> yeah, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of a biometric starter. Yeah. But, you know, hey. Well, We'll figure something out. You don't have to post the actual start button on the Instagram. You just you post go. the biometric side. Right. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. ways. There's ways. Yep. But yeah, you're you're on record, Ian. I, I know. It's already on Facebook. I'm done. I'm. Hey, got to make it happen. Yep. Time to sh- I don't do I'll, things I'll, in life. I'll rent a big enough camper that way you can you can just crash in my camper. How about that? When you see some homely looking guy with a total off road podcast T shirt walking down Boone Road with a backpack, you just pick me up. <laughs> i'll say this it's a long walk from the highway to the gate of hammers oh uh, boy and i ain't it's built for probably, walking either. it's probably seven miles of sand so yeah, that no. sounds terrible yeah, yeah good luck with that nope i don't i'm not built for walking or off-road and that's why i drive off-road and walk off-road for hiking you think you could get there quicker you think if you just hitchhike with somebody to the to the end of the line where the line starts to get into Hammertown, you just jump out and just start walking you think, you think you'd get into town sooner uh, you probably could, yeah. <laughs> just walking past everybody. It'd be great because as the line moves, you can just keep getting beers from everybody as you're walking in. Be perfect. Hydrate me. Yeah, and it's only two percent alcohol, so it's perfect yeah. hydration. It's like Gatorade. You just gotta pee all the time, though. That's fine. Yeah. There's look out there in the desert. There's like three million bathrooms. Just find a bush and go. Just water the just water the sand. Just not on the phone bush. Yeah, don't don't pee on the yeah, phone yeah. bush. Just don't pee on the you phone, pee on the bush. phone bush. You'll, You'll activate the nuclear missile. So yeah, don't be on the phone. So um, the the rumor on the internet now has seen the brand new colors on the old Voodoo Child buggy. Um, so tell us about the 2020 season for you. Uh, 2020 season, obviously, we kicked it off out there at King of the Hammers uh, with an epic failure. Um, <laughs> but do we want to get into that? There- I don't feel like we've told this story yet. Do what now? I said, do we want to get into that? Like what? So what we were watching the shootout, we were there and it started out and I was like, oh yeah, he's going to send it. We're going to have, this is going to be great. And then, uh, halfway through the run, you kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah. Well, all right. So it was about three, three and a half hours from the time I walked the course to the time I actually got to race it. Mm-hmm. And I have severe ADHD and, Short-term memory loss. Let's put it uh, put it nicely. What were we talking and about I, again? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I basically lost my line, and basically where I had stopped, I had meant to go further right. Uh, you know, take a you know, take a right turn and then make a hard left and hit that rock face on, and I hit it at more of an angle. I just could not get up it, and my rear tires being cut definitely didn't help. You know, because there's no traction on rock with a mm-hmm. cut freaking TSL. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a guy riding with me that was part of the Intimidator racing team. And it was his first time ever in a rock bouncer. And he's a big old boy. And I was like, you know, we're going to do what we can, dude. And 
you know, I, re- I really wanted to go off the top, but the main thing at the end of the day is the rig's still in one piece. I didn't break anything, and I didn't throw another belt. So, to me, I won because the belt stayed on my rig, and that was the first race in a year that I did not throw a belt. So, so I was win. pretty happy with that. Yeah, yes, I was disappointed I didn't finish because there was some reward at the end of that that I found out about later. Um, and we can get into that in a little bit, but you yeah. know, I was a little bummed about it, but <clears throat> I was happy the rig was in one piece. And then Heath Day came up to me at the end of the race. He said, I don't even care that you didn't make it out the top. I'm just glad she's in one piece and it didn't throw a belt. Yep. Because he has a love hate for my rig. I love his <laughs> love hate relationship for my rig. Uh-huh. And he was like, it didn't throw a belt. I'm happy. Let's put it on the trailer and go home. I was like, well, like we're going to stay all week, but we will put it on the trailer. Yeah. Um, so it's it's okay, you know. It was kind of a shakedown run for me, and yeah, that's perfect. We're we're used to racing dirt with uh, or a lot of dirt with mm-hmm. a little rock. That was a lot of rock with very 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 little sand, and what little sand was there ended up in my eyes and my mouth when mm-hmm. I was on the hill because I didn't close my visor. So <laughs> that seems like an important step. Yeah, but you know what the cool yeah, part is? Well, you get to do your shakedown run on. Like on that course, like on the yep. shootout course, which is cool. And I was going to ask, did you get the award for the best looking buggy? No, I don't even know if that was an award. Uh, uh, it should have been because I was sitting like 2,000 miles away and it looked good to me. The best looking buggy I looks, saw on there. It looks really good on TV. You know, it's it looks really good like on a, TV. <laughs> she, you know, she's, a, she's a, a, a 10 at 2 and a 2 at 10 type scenario. Okay. Uh, but no, I mean... <laughs> It's okay. I mean, there was like a best of show award. That was the, I think it was a Toyota that basically backflipped. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that in yeah. our little intro before we called you about how he did like a backflip with like a pirouette and then did some cool shit. But yeah. Yeah, McTwist. Yeah. Yeah, McTwist. <laughs> I, I, call it a, I call it a Ronda, John. My little niece is into ballet and it's, I forget exactly what they call it, but me and her daddy call it the Ronda, John. And mm. uh, I think he did it, had a perfect. Uh, dismount there and just yeah he didn't land it just right but it's close it's cool you know it was it was cool to see and i got to watch it I, you know, I was able to go back and watch it you know from the from the video side of things you know sitting there on the hillside is cool but you're kind of staring at the light so it's hard to see yeah but it was cool to see it from the other side of the hill and uh you know hey the guy tried you know i mean there's guys out there in four seaters and uh there was one guy in a little that literally still had the BFG sticker on his tires, like where you buy them, that you have to pull the sticker off. He's, nice. No, he still had that before he started, and he didn't make it over the first rock. But hey, you know, he still tried, right? Yeah, he was out there so, giving a hell. That's all matters. Yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. That sounds, like, that sounds like an awesome experience to, to go live. Yeah. You know, it's one thing. Uh, it's one thing when you're sitting at home watching on TV, and you're like, "Oh man, that doesn't look that hard." And like, you get out there, like, "Wait a minute, that rock's five times bigger than what it looked like." <laughs> yeah, that's the perspective. <laughs> the perspective of wheeling in general. You take a picture, and you're like, "Oh, that looks flat," and you're like, "Oh, it's not flat." How steep was that hill? Yeah, uh, that hill was pretty steep, and those rocks were about the size of a Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I mean, it, it was some big rocks up through there. And, you know, looking at it from the bottom of the hill, you're like, "Oh, this ain't too bad." Mm-hmm. And then you walk the hill, and I'm fat, right? So I don't like walking hills that much. And and I walked all the way to the top. I'm like, "This is some big rocks." Yeah, I need to drive around these and stay on the little rocks. And even the little rocks were the size of like a Chevette. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's uh, it's a whole other style of wheeling out there, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a blast. Like I said, you know, it was it was a it was a shakedown run, if you will, for kicking off our Outlaw Off Road Racing Series, which is starting Saturday, the uh, February fifteenth. So this coming Saturday, oh, we're cool. gonna be racing out in uh, Hawk Pride in Tuscumbia, Alabama. Does anybody we got a couple of great deals? Does anybody uh, record or broadcast that at all? Is there anywhere anywhere we can watch that, or is it just on YouTube later? Or? Uh, usually, uh, for this one, Matt Ram will be there. Okay. Octane uh, film should be there. Um, busted knuckle might be there. I'm not sure. Uh, but we've got a pretty good driver's list signed up so far. So there might be quite a few, you know, awesome. videographers that show up. Um, and then of course, you know, you have all your photography guys. You're going to have D path that's there. Uh, black dog should be there. Uh, so I mean, there's going to be plenty of media coverage. It's just that we don't have a live right. like one of the other series does because we want people to actually come to the park and get to experience it firsthand, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that watching it on TV or watching it on YouTube or seeing pictures of it just really don't do these heels any justice or the speed of the rigs or what we're actually putting our bodies through. So we want people to actually come out and enjoy it and, you know, get to meet all the drivers, get to check out all the rigs. Um, we feel it's more personal that way. And, and we're all accessible to the fans. Uh, you know, I had That's a little awesome. girl at my first race come up to me and, and I was racing another guy's buggy. It was a hot pink, angry fat buggy. And she's like, I just love your car. And I mean, this girl was like <laughs> four or five, right? Uh-huh. And her, and her granddaddy was like, I'm, I'm your biggest fan. Any man that's man enough to drive a pink race car, I'm a fan of. And this dude was wearing his coveralls up in Kentucky. And I was like, cool, dude. You know, and, and I try to be accessible to folks, but, you know, I, I try to tell people, if you see me out, you know, at a race and I'm, you know, I'm usually running around with my head cut off, but stop me. I'll sit there and talk to you for an hour. But, if I look busy, just please stop me because I probably need a break anyway. And if you have something cold to drink, I will drink it and sit there and talk to you. We'll, we'll stop working for beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, no shirt. beers before the race, but after the race, we'll, we'll throw down some beers. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's awesome. on my uh, it's on my list of things to do because I've never actually gone to like even a, like a Southern Rock Racing Series, an Outlaw Series, Pro Rock Series, any of those kind of like. I don't know. I don't want to call it like hill killing, but at the same time, it's kind of that concept. I've never gone to one of those events in person. So it's on my list to make it to a couple of those this year. So we'll have to have to meet up with you at one That's of those. Awesome. Did you say where that event yeah. was at there on uh, next weekend? Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, it's in uh, Alabama no, at Hulk Off Road. Cool. Um, we're actually going to be close to you guys a couple of times this year. We're racing in Missouri at uh, Flat Nasty. Yep. And, and we're also going to be racing at a park called Hooter Holler. And I've never been there. Hooter. I don't know Holler. exactly where it's at, but it's somewhere, I think, southwest of St. Louis. Oh, uh, I'd never heard of it. I was looking it up on the schedule, but I'd never heard of it. And that's where that ended. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to type the address in my GPS and figure out how to get there when we race there. I think it's May. I don't know. I mean, I basically look like two weeks out. I'm like, okay, I got to go there this weekend. Okay, cool. Let's figure out how to get there. So let's make it uh, happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm a race, uh, including hammers. Um, I'm, you know, obviously, I'm going to run the entire Outlaw series, which is it's a five race series. Um, I'm going to pick up 
the Pro Rock Race at Mid America Outdoors. Um, if you want to go to a badass park, go to Mid America Outdoors in Jay, Oklahoma. There's uh, all three series are racing there this year. Uh, we've, so we've got an outlaw race there, which is going to be our finals Labor Day weekend. So that would be a good one to come to, um, Southern rock racing series. will also have their finals there in October and mid America is running there. I believe it's Memorial day weekend. It's like the May 15th through the 17th. I believe I'd have to go back and look at their schedule. Um, but I will definitely run the pro rock race and the outlaw race there. Uh, so, you know, I love racing in America. The, the, the folks there are great. The owner, Jason, will uh, he will literally open up one of his shops so we can park our bouncers in it if there's a big storm coming. And when, when I say a shop, it's not like mine and your shop, right? This is a fully epoxy floor. He's got a glassed-in case with Showing like a Chevelle in it. <laughs> it's a showroom, basically, yeah. It's got a bar. It's got pool tables. It's got a stage for playing, you know, for bands. This isn't a shop. That sounds a- like a place I'd pay to get into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's 75 bucks a person for the weekend, and that includes all alcohol. So Whoa. I don't know about y'all, but I can drink 75 bucks worth of alcohol in a, like a half a day. That depends so on imagine that. the damage you can do over a weekend. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Depends on if we're drinking bush light or craft beer, you know, yeah, right. right away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it, yeah, they've, they've got a pretty good selection there. I'm not saying it's much craft beer, but you know, they have your traditional Bud Light, Middle Light, Coors Light type beers. Uh, to me, my favorite beer is free. So if you put a beer in yep. front of me, I'll drink it. My favorite beer is free. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, free. <laughs> yeah, even Coors Light, I'll drink if it's free. I mean, hey. uh, Monday night after the shootout, I was like, I just yelled into the crowd. I was like, who's got a cold beer for me? And this dude from San Antonio, Texas, ironically, he's like, I got a Coors Light. I said, well, it's wet. It'll it'll drink. So yeah, I drank a Coors Light, you know. Not <laughs> so, your favorite, yeah. but it'll work. Is it cold? Yes. Is it free? Yes. Okay. I guess yeah. I'll take it. Yep. Slightly warm. I'm throwing that, it back at you, though. But that's that west of the Mississippi Coors. That's a different Coors, right? Yeah. Well, that's a. Uh, you said Coors Light. It's all the same. Never mind. It's all Rocky Mountain sheep piss to me. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then uh, there's one other race for sure I'm picking up. Uh, it's the. Spring Fling at Catahoula or in Catahoula. It's down in uh, Louisiana, hmm. south of Monroe. Believe it or not, Louisiana does have some hills. Yes, uh, yes it it's does. It's a little bounty hill. Uh, myself, some guys from CFG Off-Road are going to be there. They're actually sponsoring the event. Um, some Crazy Cajun, uh, crazy Cajun uh, Customs is going to be there from south Louisiana. So I just want to go for the food. Some, you know, dude, you, if you come to Louisiana and you don't like food, you have a major problem. Yes. So, uh, yeah, there's like, I don't know, eight or nine races I'm going to pick up this year. And if I have some free time, I'm going to try to pick something else up. But, you know, for every week I go out wheeling or I go to a race in California, I have to give up a week to mama. So we're taking a trip to Alaska in April. Oh, that's so awesome. that's eating up a lot of my time, but yep. you know, I got to keep mom happy, right? Do that happy wife, it. happy life. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Got to take care of your other of the other half. Exactly. I'm I'm betting she takes care of you. So got to take oh, care she of her. Does. That, yep. that woman's a hell of a cook, man. She she makes sure my belly stays full, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. Clothes yep. are clean. You yep. know, house is taken care of. We get it. 
Exactly. If I could just get her out there to clean the shop, I'd be happy. (laughs) Oh man, that's like it. That's that's a lottery winner there. Yeah, like holy shit, this is a dream. What do you mean you clean the shop? Uh, Yeah, my shop is a wreck. I got a folding table about six foot long, and it's piled so high of tools that I just kind of keep digging through it to find the right wrench or the right socket. I'm dreading the, the the bolt check and everything I need to do before I leave check. out Thursday night. Yeah, and yeah, we actually do those in the racing world. We check all the nuts and bolts, make sure they're tight. Do you paint them? Nah, you know you say that. I was watching a video the other day. It was a couple weeks before we left for Hammers. It was Rufus mm-hmm. racing. Um, my buddies out of Texas. They were going through the rigs, final preparations, and I started watching. They took a paint pen and it marked every bolt. Yep. Uh, a line to where you know what it was actually bolted to and i was like that's a hell of an idea so i went and bought a paint pen when i had to change out one of my gas bottles and i was like i need to paint pen every nut and bolt and it's still sitting on my dresser next to the bed so <laughs> must be a perfect opportunity to implement that yeah i gotta yep. wash the, the the sand and dust off the rig and then i will definitely do that there you go hopefully before i leave for hot fried but if not, I'll have a, like a month off for the next race, and and I'll be able to do it then. So I, the plan is there. I just need to execute it. Kind of right. like the plan that I hammers for you guys. Y'all just need yep. to execute on. Just need yep. to make it happen, Captain. That's it. That's right. Ian does make need to make it happen. Oh shit! I'm working on it. I'm getting some stuff done, but fuck, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, you're making progress. Uh, we'll get there someday. You want to tell yeah. us about uh, about Voodoo Child? Uh, yeah. So. Voodoo Child is, a, I like to call it Master Child, but um, and Voodoo Child we had been, is your buggy. Yeah, Voodoo Child is know. the name of the buggy. Yep. Um, it's an angry fab built rock bouncer, but it started life as a trail crawler, right? It was just a trail rig. It had a Dana 60 in the front, a 14 bolt in the rear, cheapo coilovers, uh, four speed Atlas, you know, just bare bones part. I want to go wheeling. Let's go have some fun. And about three quarters of the way through the build, I decided, hey, let's turn this into a race car. <laughs> so, so you built it as like a hardcore, I would I would say more on the harder core trail rig. So you built it like that originally was the start? Yeah, I had uh, George Lynn with the uh, Angry Fat Rock Bouncers out of Alabama built it as just a, a hardcore trail rig, right? You know, full tube chassis trail rig. And I had a, a sound bar and I had lights for days. and. Yeah, that I, shit doesn't work when it comes to rock bouncing. You don't I, uh, want a 30-pound yeah. sound bar above your head. I get where um, you're coming from with that because I ended up with a uh, full-tube chassis under my S10 at the moment, and that went from, oh, I just want a nice little back-half trail buggy to now I've got, like, full-tube chassis buggy and then, like, but I do have a lot of LED lights, though. I've got a lot, of, like, a box of lights to put on, so I feel like I'm falling in your footsteps. Yeah. Shelby's Headed down the path to, oh, shit, this is expensive, Bill. <laughs> Shelby's done well, me throwing those away. Say, if I had it to do all over again, it would be a hundred percent different from what I've got. Just because, yeah, once you build a chassis, it's not really made to make all these changes to it. So, you know, like I said, we had a four-speed Atlas, four-link front and rear, cheapo coilovers front and rear, uh, regular PRP seats, and I was like, hey, let's go racing. So. First thing you need to do when you go racing is you need better axles. So, you know, I started gathering parts to build some Dana 80s, and holy shit, those are expensive. Yeah. Um, I started, uh, you know, I went ahead and ordered an ISPC, 
uh, went ahead and ordered an SCS transfer case. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do this. So we got the SCS transfer case in by cutting the upper frame rail and kind of giving it a little bit more room to survive in there, about three inches. And uh, we got the ISP seat in there. And I still wasn't really happy because we didn't have the Dana 80s complete. And I was like, dude, the 60s not going to hold up. I know I'm going to drive like an asshole, so <laughs> screw it. Send it. I'm going to drive and like I, an asshole. <laughs> and I started talking to Heath Day up in Texas, Canada. And if you don't know who Heath Day is, he is a hell of a fabricator. He's a co-dog um, in, the, in a 4400 series in Ultra 4. And I was talking to him, and he's the one to help me put the transfer case in. And just I can't, I can't weld two sticks of butter together on a hot day. But yeah, you know, I was like, Heath, <laughs> I want you to put Dana 80s under my rig. I want you to put trailing arms in the back. I want different coilovers and bypasses. You know, everything that this rig was not built for. Yeah. And he was like, I don't want to do it. I was like, Well, bullshit, you're going to do it. He's like, No, I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> one Sunday afternoon, I literally loaded the buggy up. Excuse me. I loaded the buggy up. I called Heath. I said, Hey, are you home? He's like, Yeah, why? I said, I'm on my way to drop my rig off with the buggy and all the parts. (laughs) That is epic as shit. That's awesome. So I literally gave him zero option to say no, right? I'm in your driveway. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm pulling in, so make room in the shop. So we had to go out and clean out the shop. We get the rig in there. We rip the axles out, buttered. That was around. Oh, hell, I don't even remember. Probably September, I'm guessing. And uh, September of uh, 18, mm-hmm. maybe August. And I was like, it needs to be ready for the uh, Southern Rock Race opener. Bridgeport is in my backyard. I want to race it. He's like, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. I said, yeah, it needs to happen. So It's going to happen. I'm tired of you telling me what you're not going to do. Just do what I say. <laughs> you're going to do what I say. Here's my blank uh, check. Yes, just do it. <laughs> so, you know, he, he busted ass, and he did a really, really good job. He literally cut the entire back off the buggy and said, I need this part, this part, this part, and handed me a list of, like, $20,000 of parts. And I'm just like, ah, shit, where am I going to get this money from? And oh, man. I was, I was able to get it all together and, and get it up to Heath. And uh, like the week before the Southern Rock Racing Race, we were up there. It was me, Heath Day, and Kevin Taylor. And, and Kevin owns the Outlaw Off Road Racing Series. He's like, dude, I don't think we're going to make Southern Rock, but you're at least going to make um, the Outlaw Season Opener at Hawk Pride. I'm like, you know what? That's cool. I'll find me a rental. And I ended up racing my Razor, and my rental just didn't show up at all to to, to Bridgeport. So whatever. Oh, um, That's crazy. But yeah, we thrashed on that rig hard, dude. And um, I had left it with Heath because he had a few more things to just, you know, final bolt check because it's three and a half hours from me. He was going to final bolt check it and just drag it out to Hawk Ride for me. And the day he went to go load it on the trailer, he called me. He said, "What?" Where'd you get this motor from? It's like, oh, it's a fresh rebuild. Why? He's like, we lost oil pressure. I was running it down the road just to make sure everything's good. And I got about two miles from the house and I lost oil pressure. So I had to walk back and come get the truck trailer loaded up. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, man. I'm like, maybe it's the, the little O ring on the LS motor. Maybe it's a bad oil pump. I don't know. He's like, well, we'll, we'll put a new oil pump in it. 
So him and a buddy of his were out there literally with it on the trailer in the dark, getting eaten alive by mosquitoes and replaced the old pump. He called me at like midnight and he's like, sorry, dude, your motor's toast. I think it ate the cam bearings. Mm. I'm like, dude, ah, screw it. I just won't race off ride, right? I'll just bring my razor out there and I'll race it. And uh, yeah, I was kind of bummed. So I was texting some buddies, telling them what was going on. They're like, no, this is a load of bullshit. You're going to race it. I'm like, how, dude? I don't have time to go get the rig, find another motor, get it swapped over, get it tuned. There's no way in hell I can do that. And uh, uh, Sean Cross with... Um, no, no, with... Ah, uh, uh, oh, crap. Cross. I can't even think of the name of it. He's at a performance and exhaust shop over in East Texas. Um, and I feel bad because he's one of my sponsors. So but, just get fucking uh, drugged by <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know what that was. You got buzzed by an airplane or passed by a fucking Lambo. A but wow. Jesus. Yeah, I didn't see it. It went too fast. It was going the other direction. Fuck, we uh, heard it. That's all. I was like, wow, that was cool. Uh, so, yeah, Sean Cross stepped up. He's like, dude, I'm going to offer up my shop. We'll get you another motor put in there. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Now, mind you, this is the Wednesday before the race. And, uh, Shane Robertson uh, with SWR Welding Fabrication. He was living in North Louisiana at the time, and he was like, "All right, screw it. I'm headed over to Sean's. I'll pull the motor out of the buggy." I'm like, "This is all fine and great, guys, but where am I going to get another motor?" Yeah, and yeah, over one of, way, I don't uh, have one sitting here. Yeah, I still don't have a motor, right? So, uh, one of Heath Day's neighbors, uh, who actually helped us work on the rig, said, "Look, man, I got an old Chevrolet truck out back with a five three in it." You can have the whole truck. It was, you know, I was running and driving it two months ago. I'm like, dude, you rock. How the hell are we going to get everything from Texarkana, Texas to Gilmer, Texas, or Texarkana, Arkansas to Gilmer, Texas? And uh, Heath Day's like, send me some money and I'll start trailing them down there. So Heath took the buggy and Shane was driving over and he was pulling the motor and Heath was going back. He loaded up the truck, brought it down. And by like midnight on Thursday night, I get a text from Shane saying she's alive. And I'm like, holy shit, y'all just pulled off something I never thought we'd get pulled off. Like, hell yes, we're racing. You know, I get to race my rig. So I get to race it. And we get to Hawk Pride. And I put Steve um, Steve Howell in the rig because he was going to run it as a rental. I said, get in, strap in, run it down the high line. See what you think. Make sure you're comfortable in the rig because, you know, it's, it's got an ISP, so it's built for me. And he calls me about 15 minutes later. He's like, uh, we lost oil pressure. <laughs> what? Like, dude, that's, that's really not funny, but thanks. Yeah, this was, again, Friday night at like 6, 30, 7 o'clock. We're like, dude, you're killing me, Smalls. So we go drag it back to camp, and we're pulling valve covers off, spinning the motor over, and we're literally getting no oil to the top of the motor. We're like, what the wow. hell's going on? And turned out, anybody that runs a Trailblazer SS intake, you just need to go ahead and take it off your rig and throw it in the trash. Really? Because there's one line that was plumbed, plumbed backwards on both motors we didn't pay attention to. Oh. And it was actually creating a vacuum and not allowing it to build oil pressure. Oh, huh. well, that's good to know. So we found that out uh, Saturday morning. Uh-huh. And... Um, I was like, well, screw it. I'm just not going to race. I'll run my razor in the razor race. 
And uh, Aaron Miller with the cockroach buggy, y'all probably know it. It's a pretty famous rig. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came up to me that morning at the driver's meeting because I had just said, look, I'm not racing my rigs. You know, I got a bad motor again. And Aaron Miller's like, nope, he's racing my rig. I'm like, dude, I'm not racing your bouncer. No. He's like, yes, you are. And I'm not taking no for an answer. And this guy's like a jujitsu, Mai Tai, MMA fighter, little sawed off five foot three prick that'll choke you out in two seconds. So you ain't gonna, like, he ain't going to take no means, oh, shit, I'm, I'm OK. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, sir. I'll race your rig. So I go to strap in and granted, it's built for somebody that's five foot three. So I'm like scrunched up in there. My knees are at my chest. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to do this. And, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, a hell on, uh, I forget what axle tech buggy and it's got rear steers. It's like 135 inch wheelbase is stupid long. And, uh, I get out there. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to use rear steer. Don't worry about it. I said, no, you're going to need us. I'm not going to use it. So I didn't bother to listen to him when he told me, you know, pull the lever <laughs> this way. And it'll turn the rears this way. So I'm out on course, you know, and I'm like, oh shit, I need rear steer. So I just grab the lever and turn it. And it ends up turning the wrong way. I was like, ah, screw it. I'm backwards. So I had to back up 37 times. And I finally get out the top of the hill. And I was like, cool. I completed a hill and I didn't roll. That's awesome. So I ran the second hill. It was a little bit straighter. Didn't have to use rear steer. So I was pretty happy with it. But that's kind of what started this whole season last year was it started off on a really bad note. And it never really got better. Because we were throwing belts. Um, I knocked a hole the size of Kansas in my transmission at Flat Nasty. Oh. I had so much bad luck in 19 racing. I was like, maybe we need to tear the rig down and give us some color. And maybe she won't be pissed off at me anymore. <laughs> yep. That sounds and like my because, 2020. <laughs> yeah. And because it was so pissed off and always having these problems, it was like, it's almost like a voodoo doll. So we kind of stuck with that name voodoo child. And I'm thinking she's going to be okay this season. As long as I keep the maintenance up. Yeah. I think she'll do okay. Now that she's got a little color, she got a little lipstick up front. Hey, if, if it's broke, it still looks damn good. That's, that's for sure. That's all that matters. Well, it's got a few more scratches on it now. uh, Those rocks were on it. Yeah, that's like uh, that's back in the day when we used to uh, we would wheel our daily driver. I'm like, dude, if you hit my truck with a shopping cart in a parking lot, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> if I TKO the side of this fucking thing down a rock, I'm excited. Like off-road damage is great. On-road yes, damage yes, is so much. It's like yes. a badge of honor. Yeah, it's will. like a yeah. war battle or like a war wound. You're like, yeah. When I got Loki, I had yeah. stickers on the back of it said chicks dig body damage. <laughs> that's awesome now loki is uh it's an xj right yeah yep okay yep oh what's left of it oh yeah, yeah i, I no. want to build a trail rig but mm-hmm. i'm also planning to build a new car for 2021 so it's like okay do i spend money on a trail rig or do i just save the money and put that into bigger and better shit to go on my next car. Cause I'm either going to put a pro charger or a big ass supercharger or a couple of Wu Tang war whistles on it. Yeah. That's going to take a lot of money. Right. Yep. So nope. I might just buy a shit box XJ and run a no, 35s on it. You gotta, Who cares? you gotta go get a KJ. What the hell's a KJ? I'm trying to think. It's <laughs> <That's> a common <laughs> answer. <laughs> it's a Liberty man. You gotta get a Liberty. 
That's the new thing. Yeah, that's, that's the new that's shit not box. Happen. Dude, I'm telling you, it's where it's at, dude. It's so comfortable and wonderful. I could put a Liberty on some, like, some Rockwells. That'd be badass. Oh, that'd be different, yeah. Well, There's a couple cool. of them out there with tons under them right now. They look pretty okay, good. You might have just changed out. my man. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. It's the new, it's the new shit box, I'm telling you. You wait 2025, next day will be a thing that'll pass. True, true. I did see it uh, on Facebook Marketplace this morning. I saw a uh, Comanche, or I may have seen it last night. I was uh-huh. all blur, but it was like $2,200 for a running and driving Comanche. I'm like, yeah, that'd be a nice mm, platform. Yep. I could bobtail the rear and put some tons under it and some 42 traps, and that'd be a badass little rig. It but sure would. Again, do I want to spend the money or – just build me a new race car and be done with it. Of course you do. Uh, yeah, I feel you on that one because I'm like stuck between like a nice trail rig and like headed down bouncer lane and I don't know which direction I want to take it, but my wallet dictates which way it's going and it's just going bad <laughs> for everybody. Look, so I don't know how old you guys are, but y'all might remember your days in like middle school and, and elementary and they were pushing the you know, drugs are bad kids. Don't do drugs. Yeah, they're cheaper. Yeah. They're cheaper. Drugs are cheaper <laughs> than a rock bouncer. Okay, oh, yeah. so maybe we just need to all get some meth. That's and because, just send it, right? Yeah, that's because we no have, one, what will we do with all the extra money, though? Then we'll yeah. be like, well, we do know this thing about bouncers, so we should just go invest in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. no, I guess it's kind of like the circle of life. You're going to end up going back to it anyway. So oh, yeah. screw it. Just spend your money on rock bouncer shit and have fun. Yep. I like it. Exactly. I like it. You can't take it with you when you go. Sure yeah. can't. Go make it and go make some stuff happen. That's the key. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Right on. Well, uh, we appreciate your time. We'll have to get you back on here maybe halfway through the year or so and see how your season's going and get a little updates and uh, and catch up with you there. And like I said, I, I definitely I think the plan is to maybe make it out to an event or two this year and see if we can't uh, make some cool stuff happen there as well. So. Right. Sounds good. I mean, if you guys are coming out, definitely let me know, and uh, we'll, we'll have a big old freaking party, man. I mean, as long as I'm not partying on Friday night, because, you know, i got to drive on Saturday, and then mm-hmm. I can't eat Mexican food before race day. So, <laughs> no Mexican food. Boy, that'd be a good time. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Why is he getting out of his bouncer halfway up the hill? Oh, oh he just shit himself. Oh, damn. Yeah, when duty calls, literally, he's like, oh, got to go. Yeah. If you guys come out, definitely let me know. You guys are coming uh, out. You know, man, we will. And, uh, you, you know, we'll treat you guys right. Let y'all show y'all a good time. And cool. If you want to bring a helmet, Hans, and a fire suit, you can strap to my passenger <sighs> seat. We'll go up the hill. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to shop for that here tonight. Pretty sure that was an invitation. It was. <laughs> it was an invitation. I mean, dude, cool. I had a guy with me in the shootout that, uh, we we kind of surprised him uh the like the day of the shootout it's like uh heath brought him over he's like hey i want you to check out this rig you know that i just rebuilt and he's like oh that's really cool he's like well get in you know get the pasture seat see what it feels like <laughs> the guy got in and he fit and he's like cool you're racing with him tonight and he's like are you shitting me <laughs> i mean the guy had never been in a rock bouncer and he's like oh this is the coolest thing i've ever going to do in my life and Dude. he had a grin ear to ear his name's josh banner really nice guy and uh, I was glad I was able to do that for him. I just wish I could have got out the top. So, yeah. Hey, you were in it, and that's all that matters. That's it. Yeah, yep. you were in it. That's awesome. 
Yes, indeed. Cool. Yes, indeed. We'll right keep in out. touch with you. Well, and, uh, uh, we're going we're going to get out of here and uh, do some other stuff. I will be posting um, probably all this week with some different pictures of your buggy and stuff. And I'm going to tag. I got a whole like three quarters page long of all the sponsors that will get all tagged in there. Oh, but yeah. um, basically, where can they find some more info about your race season and stuff at? Um, the, 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 the best way to find it is on my my racing page on Facebook, which is Quit Your Bitch and Racing. It's uh, not your traditional spelling. It's Q-U-I-T-C-H-A and then bitching without the G. Uh, that's where I post the race schedule and you know, when we're heading out for races, all that. Um, I've got an InstaFace page, but I usually forget that I have it until I'm like, oh, yeah, I see a little notification. So I'm going to go clear that out. I'm like, oh, I've got InstaFace. Let me go see what's going on. Oh, so I try out. to post on there, but I really don't. Uh, shame on me because I know that's kind of where things are going is to the insta face. Yeah, that's our uh, problem is we got too many social medias and you can't you can't yeah. keep track of what you've posted on every day. And it's I just, just opened a TikTok, so now oh, I've got yeah. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Snapchat, email, YouTube. <laughs> People like YouTube. Yeah, that's too much. You know, I had one of those Snapchat things and yep. I could never figure it out. Uh, and I deleted. I mean, I'm. I'm 43, man. I'm not. I don't mean anything. I don't mean nothing. You show me a video. I'm gonna. You send me something, you know, a picture, and it disappears in like 10 seconds. I'm not gonna remember it. I I gotta go back and look at it. Uh, That's good times. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, we'll put uh, we'll put some tags up here with all the sponsors for your race season. And uh, like I said, we'll have to get you back on here midway through the year or so and see how your season's going for you. Roger that. Sounds good, guys. Cool. Thanks for having me on the show, and uh, looking forward to listening to it when, it when it drops. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming on, buddy. Have a safe trip there to the house. Thank you, sir. We got about three and a half hours to go. Cool. Happy travels. Thanks, sir. Y'all have a good day. See you, Shelby. All right. That was cool. Yep. It was nice to talk to Shelby for a little bit. We're nice. We could sit here and finish up our podcast and then just go, you know, do other stuff, and he'll still be driving home. Still be driving. Oh, yeah, that's, that's for sure. crazy. The funny Sweet. thing is, I don't think it's any farther for him than it is for us, which is completely ass backwards. Really? I don't think it's any farther for wow. him because he's got so far through Texas, Texas to go. And then north, he's got to go yeah. north where we're kind of yep. just straight across. It's basically straight across. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. Because I think I looked it up one time, leaving out of Dallas and was like, oh, if I move to Dallas, it'll be closer to King of Hammers. No, it's like the <laughs> same. And they're like, how does, I don't know. Because Texas. Yeah, Texas happens. Yep. Because cool. Texas. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to uh, go turn that game down on the phone. Stuff. There you go. Sweet. What else we got on the uh, things to talk about today after we get done talking, after we got done with Shelby there? So um, we're not going to go into too much detail now because no, that's going to be next week's Here we go again. Episode. Another week. We don't have a beer sitting on the table. Uh, this is terrible. When are you going to get that fridge put in we the We need wall? to start getting people to send us more beer solutions oh, or suggestions, not solutions. That's it. Devin said, I'm going to give a shout out to Devin Kelly, uh-huh. Kelly Clean, because he did Kelly say Clean he is bringing us, because I told him he was keep sending me beer. I'm like, dude, just bring us some beer. And he's like, I'm going to bring you some beer so I get a shout out on the podcast. Oh, cool. I was like, we'll definitely give you a shout out for yeah. the podcast if you bring us beer. We'll, we'll shout out for beer. Yeah. I'm going to start trying <laughs> some more, uh, some more like different stuff that's, you know, I've got stuff in the fridge, but it's not like it's local stuff. You know, I want to try yeah. to start spreading the word. I about uh, grabbed a Corona before we came in here. Oh boy. I was like, mm, it's not really a Corona day, but it could be. 
It's not warm enough. Corona is my warm, my warm weather. Like, ooh, it's so warm. I had one. I had one uh, Thursday after I got done working. I was at my uh, a good friend's shop polishing his semi. Yep. He's like, "You want a beer?" I was like, "Not till I'm done." He's like, "You want a beer?" I'm like, "Not till I'm done." I got done. I was like, "What's in the fridge?" Dear me. And it was a fresh Corona, and I was like, "I haven't had a Corona in probably five, six months." Yep. I was like, "Oh yeah, that hits the spot." Uh, I love it. Yep. Problem is, then you got like this is my thing. If I ever win the lottery, my mm-hmm. one of my first things is going to be I want to. I want somebody. I don't give a shit who it is. I'm going to pay somebody to always stock fresh limes in my bar. Because like, like with it. margaritas, I mean, any kind of fresh lime juice, it elevates the cocktails. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's a pain in the ass. I'm like, I don't want to go to the store and buy lime. I just want like, I want to walk to my bar and have a fresh selection of like 10 limes at all times. Yep. It's a little things in life. It is. But uh, we're going to talk about Loki's um, kind of some suspension stuff here on the next episode. Kind of give yeah. a little breakdown uh, of where you want to go with that. Right. Yeah. So the next episode will be a, a lot. We'll elaborate on how this trip went yesterday, uh, which, like I said, was awesome. And there's going to be a ton of stuff. I'm going to be super excited to talk about that. We've got some suspension stuff that I already knew I was going to rework. And this just kind of solidified those plans. And I need to figure out how much that's going to cost me. All and the doll hairs. Nobody cares. Just do it. The, hey, you gotta, real, have, gotta do real, it. Well, the real question is, do I want to do aluminum links or traditional steel? Mm. Like, weigh my options. Let's put that up as a poll question this okay. week. Done. That's a good I'm one. Write we'll, that get down the, right now. we'll get the people's opinions, and then we can discuss the results next week. I like it. Um, I'm going to do some more sheet metal stuff. I finally got the firewall all framed out. I ran out of tube yesterday. There's a square tube for to do oh, the floor. Really? But I figured out how I want to do it. So now I just got to get material ordered up Monday. And um, got my quote back for some steel. And uh, so it's getting dropped off probably Tuesday. But uh, knock that out. Get the firewall skinned, floor skinned, dash skinned. And then floor skin? for, yeah, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and um, we're going to make progress. I don't know. I'm just like the more you keep looking and checking the little things off, the mm-hmm. more you're like, oh, I'm getting closer. And I got here today and you're already in the studio. So I didn't even bother to go in the garage. We'll check it out. I sure will. I'm going to go grab a beer out of the beer fridge and head to the garage. It's good for pictures right now. Like, this That's is a fine. really not good picture stage. I don't know why you feel that way. Do it. Because it's not see it. Hey, if shiny. you guys want to see more pictures of the dime piece, yeah. go on Instagram and tell us. So Ian will post them. I'll so more oh, content. I take lots of pictures so Do I can it. sit at work and look at it, but I don't. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, that's not really shiny and uh, exciting geez. to look at, but... And my plan is to put a nice little album on Facebook together after yeah. I get all built and everything. Cause I love going on Facebook to somebody's mm-hmm. like badass. What? It, I don't care if it has nothing to do with off road. It's a mm-hmm. badass off road or like build. Mm-hmm. And they have like three pictures and you're like, oh, dude, I want to see more. Like, yeah. come on, you know, you're doing some awesome shit with this right. thing. Like, come on. But then on the flip side, you can really appreciate when somebody gets so detailed that you looking through hundreds of pictures. Hundreds you're of like, photos. I've never bitched because I have too many pictures of something I'm yep. interested to look that's at. That's boosted so. blazer. That's how he is. He's yep. got pictures of everything. It's like, mm, you just I actually through, went like, mm, back awesome. and looked at his one of his pictures on suing some wire labeling because mm-hmm. I oh, was awesome, wasn't it? look invest in a wire labeling machine uh-huh. and i remember seeing something about him uh doing that so yep. i'm back actually this morning and was doing that that's but, awesome yeah when he showed me it, when he's when he uh, posted that i was like dude that's sick yep it's much better than your all red wire yep <laughs> we have moved on from that stage in life Cool. Right, well, that's all I got. Where we um, um, where so can you find some we more? We were really busy. No, we're really busy this week. Uh and oh, I forgot Ian's about computer this. KO'd uh last last week. Like it's because we looked at an iPad Pro at Best Buy. Yep. Like I literally <laughs> went and 
talked to the sales guy like I was ready to buy. Yep. And then like home. I came home and the computer shit out. Yep. I got so, angry. And so we haven't had the XJ move on yeah, me. Did. We haven't had an opportunity to get everything lined out yet. And I was I was very busy this week. I probably I don't know how many hours I put in 60 or 70 hours and uh, in at work. So I didn't get a chance to get the uh, swag pack stuff taken care of. We're going to work on that this week and we should have swag pack details up starting next podcast. So next Tuesday, come tune in. We're going to have a swag pack details. They'll be on all of our social pages and you can check those out. Um, we're really trying to hook you guys up with some cool stuff on the swag packs. So just give us another week on those and we should have those up. And was there anything else? Do you have anything else on your notes? Nope. That's it. Still working on a couple other giveaways here throughout nice. the summer months that we've got on the works. Yep. Yeah, we're going to definitely, once the swag packs get kicked off, we're going to be in full giveaway mode come wheeling season we'll for give, the Midwest. Midwest give wheeling everything season. away. Just give it away. What do you got, to, what do you got this week? <laughs> That's the game plan. Cool. All right. So you can check us out on YouTube. This should be, hopefully we can get this posted up to YouTube uh, before Tuesday morning. And then you guys can listen to it there if you need to. Uh, follow us on Instagram at total underscore off-road underscore podcast. You can follow me, Steve, at low key or low underscore K-E-E underscore X-J. Ian is at off-road underscore Ian. You can check out Shelby's stuff at triple S-T Claire. That's S-S-S-T Claire. And then the page is called Quit Your Bitch and Racing. And then um, Buggy of the Day is his deal on Facebook also. Check that out. That's pretty cool. He does a buggy every day on there and it's also quit your bitch and racing on facebook so that's all we got for you guys this week and we will catch you on the trail 